Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Three, two, one, <laughs> clap! Oh. Three, two, one, clap! <laughs> I still didn't know. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Confused Breakfast Podcast. On this podcast, we review the movies that define the 80s, 90s, and 2000s for us as kids. But you really can't talk about the defining media of your formative years without talking about the rest of pop culture. Mm -hmm. On our mini episodes, affectionately known as Mini Bites, <laughs> it's been a while, I know. we dive into some other aspects of childhood that must be explored on today's fun-sized conversation. And after some urging from Patreon members and Facebook pages, followers we talk about the quintessential gaming system of the late 90s nintendo 64 Ooh. yeah and for those of you that are newer to the podcast maybe you're like what the what movie this, is nintendo this, 64 movie? are they I don't doing understand. are they doing mario brothers the movie what the french I hope they're not someday oh. <laughs> no so back when we started this we used to do a movie every two weeks and yeah. at some point people were like give us more like you are now still and so we said, well, what if we added like a like an off-topic pop culture thing every yeah. other week? And that became yeah. Mini Bites. Right. Uh, and then we realized that like we're probably going to run out of stuff to talk about if we do this every other week. So we started <laughs> spreading it out, adding more movies. But feels good to be back in Mini Bite land. Yeah. Don't you think so? It really does. I agree. Uh, I think I'm excited because this is more so than even the, the systems we've done in the past. This is... This is my my life. This is where for like I started six years. This is where I started gaming for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, because I'm a little older than you guys. So when oh. uh, so when when we were talking Nintendo Entertainment System eight bit, I was like, you guys, and you're kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah dude, I heard about it, but now we've worked our way up. Yeah. And I got more excited about Super Nintendo, and yep. now we're here. So. Once we get we're to there. PS2, dudes. <laughs> That's my domain. Yes, dude. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not going to even. No. <laughs> All right. Before we get into a full speed nostalgia dive into this amazing gaming system, please don't forget to leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice, which obviously includes Spotify. Now we've got yeah. like four million five star reviews. Hit it, man. Keep hitting those buttons. Check us out on Patreon uh, to learn how to directly support this podcast and get access to voting on upcoming movies and bonus weekly audio content. Patreon com slash confused breakfast and yeah. of course our YouTube is up and running. In fact, if you are on our YouTube right now, you will notice what what we are wearing. 
We have Doozles t-shirts. It's completely real, you guys. Doozles. So some of you might just be like, what the hell's Doozles? Uh, If you are a Patreon member, you get to listen to those bonus weekly content. Yeah. Go back to August 5th, and and there is a conversation called Neighborhood Neighborhood as a Kid on Patreon, where I lose my shit and like start talking about my childhood, and you guys make fun of it. And Doozles is my ice cream store. We couldn't let it go. No. Our Patreon member, Mike Wheeler, hears this. He lives in St. Louis. He sends us these Doozles t-shirts along with some delicious uh, St. Louis beers. I got a Boulevard. Boulevard, what what do you guys got there? I got Incarnation. Incarnation IPA. Uh, Amazing. Longboat Brewing Mammut. And this is this is super tasty. This it's a mild brown ale. See? Delicious. Just saying. Thank you, Mike Wheeler, for sending these beautiful shirts. If you'd like to see what they look like, check us out on YouTube. Everything you ever need, all this. Don't pause. It's in the in the show notes or confusedbreakfast.com. It's the easiest way to go get it. And before we start, let's talk about that voicemail. 319-804-9596. Here's today's voicemail. Hi, this is Sydney out of Nashville, Tennessee. I am just calling to say I love the podcast. My boyfriend, Nicholas, and his brother, Matt, have got me hooked. Nice. And you guys really have helped me see a different perspective of the movies, and you are teaching me things that I did not know about the movies. So it's just so awesome to relive those that I grew up on. Um, I'm so stoked to be able to listen to you all on the way to work in the mornings, and I do want to say, Mike, I am kind of convinced that you are Joe Rogan talking about movies, but I do appreciate you guys, and you guys have a great day. Bye. That's kind of cool. Thank wow. you. Uh, Sydney? You're Sydney? Joe Rogan? She thinks of I'm movie? the Joe Rogan of movie of movie conversations. Okay. Well, Which is very it. true, because I do not spread any misinformation You're just all. curious. I'm just curious. You just, you just, just ask curious. questions. <laughs> you get about as much I, drama, too, because it's I just do, like, why are you spreading this? What are you talking about? This stupid, you're an idiot. This, I isn't, am this, this isn't a fan theory. Yeah. You're spreading misinformation. You're an idiot. How dare Actually, wow, Sydney, thank you very much. I'm now realizing that I am kind of like Joe Rogan, so thank you very much. Oh, man, that's amazing. And we do have women listeners, contrary to prior belief. Thank you for helping us justify that. Thank you so much. All right, before we are fully into this, first we got to talk about our sponsor, Cedar Ridge. Listen to this shit. Oh. I'm hanging out with my neighbor, Ryan, last night. Oh, Ryan. And he goes, dude, I have to tell you this story. And he goes, I was in North Carolina for a business trip, and I meet some guy. His name's Terry Orr, and he made goes, up. No, it sounds made up, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And, he, and he, Terry goes, hey, you're from, you're from Iowa, huh? Have you ever heard of uh, Cedar Ridge whiskey? And Ryan's like, yeah, of course. I, just curious, why, why are you asking me about that? He goes, well, I listen to this podcast uh-huh. called Confused Breakfast, and they are talking all about Cedar Ridge whiskey, and I'm thinking about getting it. And my, my neighbor, Ryan, was like mind blown. And he's telling me this. I am mind blown. So Terry Orr from North Carolina, thank you for listening. Hey, man. You should yeah, 100% yeah. try Cedar Ridge whiskey. I mean, they were just, we're not making this stuff up. They were just named number one selling bourbon in the state of Iowa for the second year in a row. Second year. I mean, all we do... All we do in Iowa is drink. Hit that pop. And the most most famous spirit in the world right now is whiskey of the variety. So if the the state of Iowa is choosing Cedar Ridge over all of these other types of whiskeys, you should too. I mean, listen, from the the quintessential American single malt, the flagship bourbon, their amazing collaboration with Slipknot. We got one here if you're watching on YouTube, a brand new one. That is a port port cask. Port Port cask cask finish. Finished bourbon. Mm, you, the, people equal shit. 
You guys definitely need to consider getting some. If you're local to the Midwest, I'm pretty sure you can find these in stores. We're starting to hear stories of nice. how they're spreading out. Uh, you can also direct or directly order it online, cedarridgewhiskey.com. Uh, I also typed in North Carolina just to, just to go through the website and do it, and they have one of those online sampler kits where you get the mini bottles of oh, like four different yeah. kinds. Nice. That's probably what I would recommend. That's yeah. the way to go. Like get four way. or five of them, mess around with them. Uh, you definitely will not be disappointed. No. We are so grateful to have them as a sponsor yeah and if you're out there and you've picked up a bottle or you've heard someone talking about it from the podcast tell us we will shout the heck out of you on yeah. this podcast Please. send us a shot of it yeah cool send us a shot of the whiskey <laughs> send that, us a you, shot that you purchased that you and then we'll sign the glass send and then- a shot send a shot that's what it is all right no further messing around let's dive into the meat of this conversation why yeah. everybody's here what was your guys's experience with the n64 Dude, this was this was you remember you? those videos of like kids freaking out in Christmas and stuff because they got this present. Yeah, they bit Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. So my parents, <laughs> you get it. You, my parents set it up kind of perfectly. Like I wish there was a camcorder in the room because it's me and my four brothers, and um, one of us, like my older brothers, it was it was a nice flip because I was always last, right? So it was this nice flip. My Did brother. You play Santa? I didn't play Santa, <laughs> but, but we all got our present, and mine was the biggest one, though. Oh. And so my my brothers opened up controllers, and ah. and they're like, well, it's a 64, though. We have Super Nintendo. And my mom was like, oh, oh dang no, it. Oh, no, that's beautiful. <laughs> oh, no, I got the wrong controllers. Santa messed up. Oh, no, well, we'll we can take them back. We'll, we'll get you guys the right thing. And then I opened up. The Nintendo 64. That's amazing. And I freaked out. Like, it was, like, over the top. Like, (laughs) I'm embarrassed to think about what I did. Find that that. video, please. I I don't think it one exists. Find it, please. I'll I'll make it. uh, (laughs) We'll reenact it. it. (laughs) We'll reenact it. And, like, but, yeah, man, uh, I just remember we got, it had the, it was the regular uh, gray uh, N64. And it came with the gray controller, but it also came with the atomic purple oh, controller yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. That's right, dude. Yeah. Hell and yeah. and I think it had Mario in the package as well. Yep. We'll get to I that. It only came it with that. Off yeah. Of that. Yep. And, and so that's what we got. And I think we got another game uh, on top of it. But yeah, that was my first experience. And this just basically defined everything yep. all the way through God, yeah. into my 20s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no so, shit. Geez. What, what about you, Sean? What do you remember? Kind of the same. I didn't. We were we were kind of a household that didn't get like the new stuff, you know? And when we did, it was just like the new skateboard, the new, <laughs> the new nine ply. <laughs> You know, um, but but that's why you have friends like Jordan, like I had when I was a kid that you go over to his house and he does get the new stuff. Yes. So you go and play it over there. So that's what I did. And uh, in between or like, I think they got it for him because like we would draw all the time. Him and I would just like draw anime characters and like fucking Goku and, you yeah. know, that all that kind yeah. of stuff. And I would always draw a character who had like a gun in his locker. So I'm sure they bought the <laughs> console. <laughs> So I wouldn't do that anymore. Were you wearing a trench coat at this point? The, my character was. Okay. Okay. Just um, not. I'm not a school shooter. Um, never have been. Proven record. Never want to be. Um, Clean slate. Uh, that's a non sequitur. But um, so like yeah, we would we would just play uh, like I mean we'll get to all the fucking games that oh, yeah. that we played. But like Smash Brothers was just it for us, you know. Um, a lot of those games, and we would 
hours and hours and hours, and then we would watch, you know, the WrestleMania, what, yeah. what, what have you. But uh, that's my experience, my man. I, I was not, I was not an N sixty four kid right off the bat because. Okay. Again, I, I won't say the phrase that I already used up earlier, but uh, <laughs> like Sega Genesis was kind of my pinnacle of the age you guys were at. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> that was my like, oh my god, this is unbelievable. Yeah, and then you know, like then I'm in high school and I just wasn't much of a gamer. The the gaming th- thing is so much different now than it was then. Gaming oh, was totally. like not cool. Yeah, so I was like, I don't I don't do that it's anymore. Indoor I'm, I'm kids, cool. yeah, indoor kids to do. <laughs> now everybody games. Yeah. But uh, college is where I really fell in love with it. Me and a roommate bought. We found an old 64 and, a, and like a fuck ton of games and Hell bought yeah. it from Goodwill one day. Hell and yeah. then that's where I really fell in love with some of these games in particular that we're going to talk about. But but it was cool getting back, going back. It felt like a backwards move for me in college because it was already PlayStations and Grand Theft Autos were out. But, but it was starting to become cool again. Exactly. It was yeah. coming back yeah. around again. Like, oh, N64, I missed the old days. Yeah, yeah. So I was on the nostalgia curve there for sure. Gotcha, gotcha. And you did that instead of going to like Shelly's party on yeah, like completely. in July, yeah. pool party with yeah. a bunch of women. And yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I gotta beat Ocarina of Time yeah. for the third time. The third so. time, got to. Water, Tem- <laughs> Water Temple's kicking my buddy's ass, so I gotta help him out. It supersedes any other activity. You of do. course, no, no big deal, right? So here's what we'll do. So on on this mini bite episode, we're gonna give you. We're gonna start off with the history of the console because what's cool about this is you think you know stuff about it, but every time we dive into this stuff, it, you learn a lot more interesting facts uh-huh. than just the game thing itself. So so I did some research on this. The N N64, obviously Nintendo 64 was the successor to Super Nintendo. It was also the last major home console to use cartridges as the primary storage mm. format. Because um, it was it was currently competing with PlayStation and Sega Saturn, right? Right. Which okay. are right. all these new like disc formats. Mm-hmm. But what was what was crazy about that? The the technology wasn't as good, but yet uh, Sega Saturn was only thirty two bit. Even though it was this like futuristic right. disc, mm, right? Where N sixty four was still able to do sixty four bit with like the ability to to trash it. Like you remember how True. if you just bumped into a, a PS one or a oh, Sega yeah. Saturn, oh, yeah. everything's over with. Oh, it's done. And you got kids throwing controllers and stuff. That that's why the N sixty four really did have uh, a lot of kind of dominance still in that time, even yeah, though it when, wasn't when, this new cool thing. When you, you were know? playing in college, I'm sure you could spill a beer on one of those bricks and just be like, "It's fine. We just plug yeah. it back in." Yeah. Completely. <laughs> Uh, so they, the competition from emerging rival Sega Saturn console over the Nintendo 16-bit NES, SNES, emphasized Nintendo's need to develop improved SNES software. Um, the final design was named after its 64-bit CPU, which aided in the console's 3D capabilities, because mm. that was, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. yeah. To go from the SNES world to, like, this 3D world. Yeah, Like, true. when Mario 64, you're like, what right. yeah. is going Huge on? Deal. So they they began development in 1993 in partnership with Silicon Graphics. This is hilarious because Silicon Graphics is a longtime leader in graphics, visualization, supercomputing. They were interested in expanding their business by adapting their technology to like get higher consumer things. So they're like, oh, video game market. Mm. We should we should get we should partner with somebody. And yeah. they went to Sega first and they got turned down. And so then they went to Nintendo, and Nintendo's like, yeah, let's do this. Of course. But the best part about that is that Nintendo disputes that. They're like, no, they came to us first because we are the, <laughs> we are the leaders in game, oh, in yeah. the game market. They knew. <laughs> they, they knew. knew. 
I, I found that really Silicone's just like, we don't care. Just yeah, someone partner with us. Please. No, just tell them you came to us first. Yeah, there's money in this. We don't care who gives it to us. It's a better story the other way around, Nintendo. Just let it, let yeah, it happen. Exactly. So the console was slated for Print release. The legend. It was slated for release Christmas 1995, but it was ultimately released in June 96 in Japan, September 96 in North America, and March 97 in Europe and Australia. In Japan, the initial shipments of 300,000 units sold out in the first day obviously yeah. uh in the in the months between japanese and north american releases like bootleg the black market was going nuts for n64s oh, in america they were selling oh. for as much as like 700 bucks oh my god which back then definitely i mean come on aj what 13 $1,300 yeah <laughs> you nailed it <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering, like, if like it's going on the black market, like, and there's like processor chips and stuff oh, in yeah. there. Like, are people like uh, confusing these processor chips with like nuclear ones or like silicone graphics? Is like some nefarious <laughs> company or something like that? Be. I don't know. Steven Seagal is going to help us. He'll rescue Hell us. Yeah. <laughs> Do you Under Siege, Nintendo 64. <laughs> Do you remember what the price was of the Nintendo 64 when it first came out? No, because I didn't buy stuff back then. Do you remember AJ? I mean, obviously you didn't buy it, but I, I, what's your I th- guess? I think. So uh, was it two fifty? Was it two hundred fifty? It was bucks? supposed to be two hundred fifty, but they ended up lowering it to one hundred ninety nine because Sony and Sega had dropped their prices to one ninety nine. That's right. Uh, here's the crazy part: is that they, the North American launch was backed with a fifty four million dollar marketing campaign, which means that a hundred dollars per system was was taken away from marketing. So they literally made $99 per system. Oh wow. God. Which is not a lot. However, you sell ultimately when we'll get to this, <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. that's going to add up pretty good. So I'm sure I'm sure they were good at that. Uh, again, we talked about this with earlier game systems. PlayStation was set like Sega Saturn was for teenagers and adults, but this was targeting preteens, mm, which yeah, made okay. so much sense. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Th- those are your gamer people at this point. Right. Yeah. Which is why it was so successful. So um, I don't know if you remember this, too. This goes with our nostalgia. During the slow post-Christmas season, Nintendo and General Mills worked together <laughs> for a promotional campaign. Okay. In early 1999, they they printed game uh, hints on Fruit by the Foot. Oh. On Fruit by oh, the Foot. Oh, yeah, God. dude. So you'd peel That's the Fruit right. by the Foot, Holy and you'd shit. have all these game hints on there. Fuck, I remember that. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, my Lord. Fruit by the Foot. I My stomach is coated in... <laughs> And fruit by the foot. Like, I think when they autopsy me, it'll just be like that, you know? Oh, so yeah, fruit by the I got kid. a lot of game tips. I'll just say that. Jesus, it's printed just, on your stomach. Stomach's just, it's just full of fruit by the foot and gum. What the hell is going on? That's all I need, man. This is bubble oh. tape? It's my diet. <laughs> so, so when it was released in North America, Nintendo successfully outsold Sony and Sega right out of the gate. And by the end of its first full year, 3.6 million units sold in the U.S. Mm. Uh, five different oh. games exceeded 1 million in sales during 1997 alone, which is not. I'm sure we'll talk about those games. 3.6 million units sold? And just in the U.S. in the first year. Times by 99. Let's go. I I believe that's in the trillions. No, that's probably $3.6 I'm guessing, (laughs) is what that is, by $100. Uh, Time named it 1996 Machine of the Year, saying the console achieved the most realistic and compelling three-dimensional experience ever presented by a computer. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's nuts. So Nintendo 64 was discontinued in 2002, following the launch of the 2001 successor GameCube. Yeah. And then N- Nintendo reported the system's vintage hardware and software sales 
sales had ceased completely by 2004. 64 had yielded a lifetime total of 5.54 million systems sold in Japan, 20.6 million in America, and 6.7 in other regions, totaling 33 million units. Damn. Systems, I guess, right? My question is, like, I know, I mean, I guess we could get to it, but, like, is it, like, when this comes out, What's what's the years in between the next one? Like you know what I mean? Like what it's like how long do they do they wait till technology gets better or so what did we say? So I guess two thousand one GameCube came GameCube. out in two thousand one. Right, okay. right. And this, and this came out in ninety six. It's like they wanted okay. to they wanted to overlap, you know. So it's like we want you to sure. still be and we're still like uh, you know, doing things for 64, but we want it to overlap, and you, we want you to get incorporated into the new game. The poor people can keep playing yeah, 64. You, yeah, you poor yeah, bees, you keep playing 64. You normies <laughs> down there can just get, you know hang out with the other plebs and just just get that. And uh, we're gonna have play GameCube now. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, little discs. Yeah. So let's talk about like the console itself, yeah. the the accessories, all that stuff. Sean, you did some research on that, right? I got you. Yeah, like you said, it's sixty four bits. Uh, it's a reality engine. Um, oh. it's, it's more realistic. I think that's what that means. Uh, the processor clock speed was ninety three point seven five megahertz, uh, and the bus speed was five hundred sixty two point five megabytes. <laughs> mini bytes. Mini bytes. Hey, all I'm right. assuming hey. that's virtually nothing compared to what like our phones do. Today. I, oh yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it's crazy speeds. Like I, I don't know what bus speed is, but if Keanu Reeves is on there, he's fu- <laughs> fifty five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he is wrecked. <laughs> but technically, they never went over fifty five, so he there, was fine. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Listen to our speed. Conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> graphics was a reality immersion processor. Processor clock speed was 62.5 megahertz. Uh, MIPS million instructions per second is uh, 500. Resolution 60, uh, 640 by 480, 320 oh, by wow. 240, or 256 by 224 interlaced, like all okay, of that together right. pretty much. Um, the audio is like uh, reality signal processor channels were 64. I don't know if that's where they got Nintendo 64, but uh, sim- sample rate was 44.1 KHZs. Kilohertz. Kilohertz. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you did it. Memory uh, uh, uses system memory, so it's like it, it's built into the entire thing. Um, we got. Uh, uh, the game medium obviously being a cartridge, but um, during like when they were making this, they wanted it to be like you said, like kind of a 3D kind of map engine. But they also built in like a, a distance recognition. So like if you're looking at something from the distance, it loads. It like has a specific measurement of what what you're Jesus. looking at compared to like where your character is, pretty much. Weird. And uh, so it loads based off of that, and so it's just all of that information going on at the same time. I like how this sounds extreme. Complicated, but we're talking about N64. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, it's like it, it is actually blowing my mind, like, but simultaneously, I'm like, of but course. it's just 64. Like, <laughs> Jesus, have you the, seen the new shit? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. So the system determines the exact size that the image map needs to be. Let's say uh, 16 by 16, for example, here. Based on the size, it, it decides which two texture maps to use. For example, it might choose the medium or small texture maps. It then interlopes averages between the two texture maps, creating a custom texture map that is 16 by 16. So it kind of equals it itself out once you get to that sight sight line, That's pretty insane. much. Um, yeah, the the environment map, uh, like, and well, the wasn't uh, the memory thing. Uh, the SNES didn't that have it? Where, wasn't, where it could save? You yeah. Mean? 
Uh, I think so. I think they started diving into the ability to save yeah. directly to the cartridge or the, in the, in the machine, right? Right, right. Yeah. You, could, you could save your game, and then other ones also, like, because it started out, you had needed a code to get yes. back to the a yes. place. So instead of doing that, then uh, SNES incorporated that we can save games, mm, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then now it's, it's uh, they, the N64 took it to the next level, oh, basically. Yeah. Uh, so the controller, a little bit about the controller, is very the mo- maybe the most unique controller. I remember out there. not liking. Absolutely, it. I was yeah. kind of like, "What is this?" Did, I don't did you like ever this. use the D pad at I all? Think, ever were there games to use D pad? There was a couple, but it, right, it was like right, a couple like special things. Like if you use your no, special, I still you could, held it as a normal controller. Yeah, I think. yeah. Um, so you just use Z instead of the L button. Exactly. The L button the on trigger, a yeah, Nintendo yeah. sixty four controller might be the most useless piece of trash <laughs> that's ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the other buttons are worn out and yeah. that one's just like pristine just absolutely gorgeous <laughs> like <laughs> so every, i mean you can you can see it in your mind right now four buttons arranged as a directional pad on the top left start button in the top middle six action buttons in the top right one action button on the four left on the front left sorry one action button on the front left one action button on the front right one action button in the bottom middle analog joystick on the top middle so this was like when this came out we're like tripling the amount of buttons yes yeah that anything else had yeah and that would so aj you were one of the first ones that got it were you a little overwhelmed by that oh 100 i don't know what buttons to push i focused on that blue and green button a and b <laughs> baby that's what i did and then when you started having to use like c buttons yes that's when it started getting kind of crazy yes. so I, yeah and then uh the joystick too yep game changing Literally, was no it, pun intended. I, it, I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I think it was the first console to have the joystick. I would think so. I mean, unless you're talking about like fucking Atari, Atari or whatever. Right. But yeah. Like, I guess the same kind of mechanics, but like to use that instead of just like uh, over, uh, over, go go that way. You know, <laughs> it's 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 like a free flowing. Like if you turn the wheel, like right. you're gonna go. It's all 360, so it's not just like right. Top, bottom, left, you know? And that becomes the basis because PlayStation 1 did not have any joysticks. Right. A PlayStation 2 That's true. had yeah, yeah, two yeah. of them. Correct. So that become this is becomes the catalyst probably to move forward into that direction. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's kind of it for the, like the like internal components. Um It's interesting If too. you know what any of that means, you could c- completely Yeah, we picked the wrong person us. to talk about the internal yeah. components. <laughs> Not that I know anything more than Sean, but maybe AJ does. Well, so I was just going to say that joystick though, uh just to finish up on that because it also became kind of a strategy thing too cuz anytime your buddy came over, you just gave him the one with a shitty joystick. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with it. It's, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I yeah, that one always works pretty good for me. I, just, uh, <laughs> I guess I'm just good. Yeah, super weird. Sorry, super weird. Or you gave him like the third party, like generic. What was like the generic? <laughs> There's like generic. Mad cats, yeah. Jeremy's got us. So you get to look that up, Jeremy. Jeremy can look that up first. Uh, Mad cats, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't have to look it up. I know <laughs> like, what I've been yelling it for five minutes. <laughs> he knows more than any of us. <laughs> By the way, crunching numbers in that profits too. All right? Yeah, if, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but there were so many like little things like you were talking about, like the memory cards, yeah, the rumble packs. Yeah. Oh yeah, remember that stuff? Uh, That's game changing. Like pun intended. We'll probably how many times we're we gonna say that? A lot. We'll probably I, say I, that a lot. Yeah. The, but even yeah. even today, like uh, playing the Xbox One or whatever, and like I'm playing NHL, and as I shoot, it rumbles, and like, and then like the battery's starting to run out, and so then like it doesn't rumble. And it's trying to save battery. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. I can't feel I can't feel my imaginary stick in this front of me. Wrong, you know. 
<laughs> yeah, that's game changing. Yeah, there's there's a fourth. Was one. there any <laughs> other accessories really with with the N sixty four? Well, was there like power pad like a regular Nintendo? I don't or think like so. That? I don't think there was any. I mean, unless you were like, if if there was some like like Wii games. Okay, but like this version of the yeah. Wii games, I don't think there was. I really don't think so. I, I, I can't remember anything like that. Well, I do remember them making all the different colors and stuff, though. Like that a, was true. They'd make the clear ones the too, clear so you could see the inside of them. Like I, I remember wanting a fire orange one, really, really bad. Like really bad <laughs> to go with your Doozle shirt. <laughs> to go with my Doozle. <laughs> Doozle. Uh, yeah, but I remember I wanted that. I think I ended up with like a one of the like great purple ones. Yep. Donkey Kong had the green one. And then yep. they, they came out with these. It, I think it may have been what you're talking about with General Mills, right? They 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 had uh, banana like controller covers <laughs> on these. Oh, really? And you could like wrap your controller in these banana covers for Donkey Kong when it came out. <laughs> they were just like Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> they were just training you for like later on when you became sexually active. Oh. It's like when you opened up economy, like I know this. Yeah, it's like I know how to do this. I got three times the training on this. <laughs> Are you joystick? Kidding? I have one built in. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, what's this band here? It goes around the base of it. Oh, never what's, mind. What's the tip for? I, <laughs> I had no like. You could have Vegas odds on us talking about condoms <laughs> in a nin- Nintendo sixty four episode. Off the charts. They off the board. No bets allowed. No more bets. Look, if somebody gives you ten thousand to one odds, you take that bet. <laughs> okay. All right, you uh, done with that, Shauner? I'm done with that, dude. Well, before we talk about uh, the games, I mean, that's probably what people are here to talk about. That's what we're here to talk about. Before we talk about that, quick update on our awesome partnership with Felix Gray. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ever since we told everybody how incredible their blue light filtering glasses are, I've been getting a bunch of messages from fans that have been buying them. Apparently, we struck a chord with... uh, just how important these are and they're loving them just as much as us couple comments uh oh, cool can't believe the quality of these glasses mm-hmm. um they're better quality than my normal glasses and they protect me from blue light wavelengths i mean those are some things that just our fans are saying from having bought these damn so we'll hope you'll um join us and try these glasses out i mean i'm wearing these these are my non-prescription ones i now have two pairs okay. Very good about that got to i love them so much they're stylish affordable and the blue light filtering um, is built into the lenses that's the coolest part I mm. think because now I've been like walking through stores and finding the little displays of blue blue light filtering glasses you can literally like peel a, a protective <laughs> yep. layer back on exactly. some of these glasses and they look like they'll break in two seconds these are legitimate like non-cheap knockoff glasses I told yeah. you I threw away my old pair because mm-hmm. I'm just like I don't need these anymore yeah uh, I, I don't know it's it's amazing I mean you can tell by looking at them that they're just normal glasses, but you look at some of the other ones and it, you can see the tint to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just yeah. looks weird. Like, why are you wearing those weird glasses? These look, we're all wearing ours right now. They all look like normal glasses. Well, yeah. like I said, like those ones that you buy, buy in a store, like tarnish over time, like tarnish over, and speaking of time, it tarnishes over like one week, really. And yeah. these, these, I'm pretty rough on everything that I own, pretty much. And like, the, I put these over, like, you know, in my my shirt cuff and everything like that. It, it's, it still remains like unscratched. Obviously, mm-hmm. you got your smudges and everything like that, but they say, you a fucking yeah. little little cloth thing take care of that right away too so yeah it's uh, I'm, I'm buying a, i have an order in for a second pair as we speak so as prescription <laughs> prescription awesome. wise yeah i'm looking at another frame right now uh because i really I, I liked kind of the look of another pair i have but i went back to them couldn't do it 
I had to put yeah. these back on, actually. Mm. So I, I'm looking at, a, at another frame already. So Well, I mean, the blue light we know is bad. There's been so many studies out. We are on our phones, our computers, playing video games, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Just wear, just grab a pair of glasses. I mean, they are truthfully helpful. We love them. Go grab, go check them out, I guess, if you just want to get more information. Non-prescription, right. prescription available. FelixGrayGlasses.com slash confused. Yeah. That's how, that's how they know we sent you. Felix that's right. Gray glasses.com slash confused f-e-l-i-x-g-r-a-y glasses.com slash confused free shipping free returns free exchanges um i think you should do it see the future get it done ah you doing i love the confused breakfast podcast it's the best podcast in all the land they talk classic movies and they focus on their favorite supporting characters like me i'll see the groundhog Think it'll be in early spring? I don't know why I'm shouting, but I'm shouting. Anyway, Santa's got to get going. He's got a little get-together he's late for. All right, let's talk about some games, AJ. This is what everybody came for. Let's do it, man. That's what everybody came for, right? So a couple of things. Um, when they first launched, uh, there were different dates, right, for like, uh, like I believe you said Japan and America. Yeah, Japan were about was the first, was, then was America, first, then America then hit, Europe and then Australia. Europe, right? yep. And so um, with Japan's launch, they had Super Mario 64, Pilot Wing 64, and a game that was only exclusive to them that I will absolutely butcher the pronunciation of, uh, Saikyo Habu Shogi. Yeah, uh, I don't no, know what the game it, is. I'm sorry, because um, uh, well, I don't live in Japan. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't buy the black market one. Yeah, in in North America <laughs> though, it was uh, it was just Super Mario and uh, and Pilot, Pilot Wings. Wings. Mm. Did you guys ever play Pilot Wings? I don't think no. I did, man. Somehow this was a staple. My brother Bob really? would not leave this game alone. <laughs> really? Absolutely. He would he would play this constantly and I thought it was kind of boring, but <laughs> but he would I I was fascinated by watching him play it. I couldn't do it. Um but then you had the European release uh which had a whole bunch cuz it was uh, it was li- the next year after the initial like uh North American release. They had a bunch of games. They had Super Mario 64, Pilot Wings, uh, Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, mm-hmm. and they had Turok, which was a big one. Straight up, that's on one of my favorites uh, lists. That that game is like gory. It's yeah. like violent and, <laughs> it and it game with the system. I mean, you're killing dinosaurs pretty much, so yeah. it's not like human violence or anything like that, but it's like, it gets there. Yeah. It's fun. It was, just it was good. Traveling in the jungle, hunting dinosaurs. It's Basically, fun. I all you remember doing. that one. Um, so all these uh, between there's the start and this basically finished. I will just talk about the North American uh, f- for the most part. The last game. Do you guys know what the last game that was made for N64 was? Mm, I don't. Any ideas? It was uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three oh. on August twentieth. They went of through the whole gamut. Like there was. Th- because Tony Hawk Pro Skater came out on this was the first system to have it, right? Right. That or PlayStation. PlayStation right? had it as well, but like because I remember very distinctly the the jewel case. Yes, that's right. But yes, uh, and then they made three of them all during the time of N sixty four. Correct. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So that was the last one for North North America. Um, like you like you say, this is they had a they had a ton of games. Like it's it's going to sound like that. Uh, three hundred and ninety three games, I believe, is what it is. Definitely um, not as much as back for the NES, it right? It sounds like a lot, but you have to consider like uh, NES and Super Nintendo, both of them probably had double the amount of games. Probably. Se- in the more. 700s and, and such. Um, 
You you talked about the the top rated or the most selling video games earlier, right, Mike? There were five of them uh, as far as their top selling games. I'm sure you guys could guess a couple of them. Oh yeah. Um, but number one. I think it's got to be Mario Kart, right? Because it came with the system, technically, right? You said what? Mar- Mario Kart. Or sorry, Mario 64. Mario like, 64. Yes, yep. yes. It was the number one selling game for the system. Because it came with every single system. Yeah. Uh, 11,910,000 uh, sales of that game. Damn. Um, next, bring up the rear, uh, or bring up right next to that, was Mario Kart yes, 64. Of and that was 9,870,000 units sold good god um number three golden eye oh god yeah. it has to be i would have thought that would have maybe even been number two yeah um i i thought it would be too this is this is again we're just gonna keep this going game yeah. changing it is it, it literally revolutionized right there thank, there you go uh it literally revolutionized like first person shooters and 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 everything for the next generations of gaming we talked about this in the golden eye episode yeah that they decided to add the four player at the last second. Yeah, it's like crazy, almost man. without approval of the company. They were just like, yep. you know what? Never mind. Yeah, let's, let's try to do this. Completely changed the game, <laughs> literally and figuratively speaking. <laughs> it like like that's multiplayer. Like that's what you do on on Call of Duty nowadays. It's what you do on every. That's why people mostly probably play games online is to play other people, you know? Yeah. But, like, if you had, if like, especially you in college, I'm sure you and your buddy played that, and that was just drinking beers and fucking shooting each other. It's dude. one of the best. It's so much fun. Had they not made that choice, GoldenEye no way is anywhere near the top ten Yeah, for, right. for most selling games. Absolutely. Not even close. Nope. Not at all. If you play, if you play, I mean, it was okay. If you play it nowadays, it's, <laughs> it's I'll be honest when you with get you. Shot. When you when you go back and you play like, oh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna run through the campaign again, you know, just for old time's sake. <laughs> and the moment you start that up, you're like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, oh, the C button strafe. That's right. God. God. Oh God. <laughs> you're like, this sucks. Why no. is everything so blurry? You, you know did. what? I'm just gonna watch the movie. You 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 don't even make it off the dam or whatever. Nope. <laughs> so so, um, number four, uh, again, revolutionary. I'm going to use that term now. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Can we can we stop and talk about that game? We, we, or do you want to come can. back to it? Do no, you wanna... no, we can't. We can, we stop and talk. This this was this was a game that absolutely just like got embedded in my soul. For yeah. some reason, this became more than a game mm-hmm. when I first played this. I was like, this is a a world and. I feel like I'm a part of it. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm by playing that and trying to be that game. Like you legitimately feel like you are in the game and that you have like stakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that game is an absolute work of art. One of the most beautiful things I've ever been a part of to play through that whole game. It's kind of crazy. I don't remember much about it because I, I like adventure games like that weren't yeah. really my thing back then. I just wanted to shoot things <laughs> and like fly X wings and stuff like that. But or Star Fox. But um, I remember my, I remember watching my friend play it. My friend who I went over to his house, Jordan, um, and watched him go through the story and everything like that. And I'm like, you kind of find yourself like weirdly falling in love with Zelda. Uh, that's and, like, what I'm saying. Motivating yourself to like save her and get through all these bitches to get to her. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Navi, yeah, like Navi, you've got the fairy, and like, yeah. I have my my in ear monitors have a Triforce on it, strictly because oh, wow. of like of Ocarina this of game. Oh, Damn, wow. the just just that's just like I'm like I just really I'm, I'm I want to represent this game was like I had too much anxiety to be good at it, <laughs> right? 
Because like I was like, oh, the music started. And I'm in a battle now. I was, and I'd like kind of skeletons came out of the ground. Yeah. Oh no! I'm like, oh, it's no. nighttime. So what I did is I basically would just coerce my brother Bob into playing it so I could watch. Yeah, yeah. And but, he liked it because I helped him with the puzzles. So it was oh, almost a team effort. You, fucking nerd. You guys You're literally. Right. You guys literally You're just said right. it. I I didn't realize this till you both said it. That is one of the first games you could legitimately be happy watching someone else. I was, Absolutely, I was that's very true. Happy doing, it. and I like doing that in general. Anyway, like out, like people play like The Last of Us or something like that nowadays, or like God forbid, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> that's yeah. why that's so much, so fucking people make millions of dollars just yeah. playing games so people can watch them yeah, do it. You it's know, very about true. That. it's like that's really fun if it's a great story like this game. This is, is one of the first games you that know? you can do yeah. that where you could just watch somebody play it. Great point. Yeah, I, I watched him for hours on this. I literally would get upset when he'd stop playing i'd be like well, come on like whoa. i'm tired man and he's like he's like well i have to go to the bathroom and i need to eat something yeah. okay <laughs> i have necessities so. so i'll bring it to you i'll get i'll get yeah. it for you. it's like well we'll just bring it in the bathroom or something no uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> just uh, know man. yeah just knowing how far all i had known about zelda was the nes version yeah. until this yeah. point and then knowing how far the technology had come it was like one of those first moments where I'm like, whoa, yeah. we are played, doing things. Like you say, a complete investment. A Zelda game on Game Boy. And then I, <laughs> oh, like, I went, I mean, wasn't that, was that later? Game or, Boy was right after Nintendo. Okay, so I, I, I just got one terrible. of those from like my dad or something like that. And so then I played this in my friend's house. I'm like, you can go that way and that way. And oh, what? There's a monster, you know? It's fucking great. <laughs> oh, well, there's a monster. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. And, I just, and just one more thing on this to, to just show how like ingrained this is with me i will still from time to time dream of that lake in the in the you get into the main world and then there's a lake where those little monsters will come out they'll jump out of the water and shoot and you can dive into the water yeah yeah Mm. i will like dream about being there wow (laughs) just from time to time like it'll just pop up and i'll just be like oh yeah cool i'm in the ocarina of time you wake up to molly like shaking your he's like (laughs) zelda again huh yeah yeah sorry wakes wakes up in a puddle and I just, I just fucking love that game. What, what were your, what was your favorite game? My, my favorite game. Yeah. Um. Well, probably number five actually of these top fivers. It's Super Smash Brothers. I think it was one of my favorite games ever because I was always a fighting game kid. Yep. Same. Uh, I love playing fighting games, and this was completely crazy. Uh, It, it was, it, it was different than any other fighting game you'd ever play because number one, you could have four players on it at one time. Mm. Um. And you were in each level was was different. It wasn't just you're standing on a platform and fighting the guy across from you. And you were using characters that you loved from other games. Exactly. So that was honestly one of my favorite games. As far as the really popular ones yeah, of go. Course. Super Smash Brothers, I loved that probably as much as any of the other ones in the top. That was five. number five. That was number five. That's impressive. For top selling. I'll have that like I'll dream about that. In, like instead of Zelda or something like that, like that was just like such a pinnacle for my my friend and I. I, I was gonna say my friend group, but it was just him and I. Um, my friends, were <laughs> my friends, yeah, right. super super cool. <laughs> um, but his stuffed animals don't count, John. Yeah. <laughs> they're real to me. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> real to me, damn it. <laughs> no, but we like we'd have just like CPUs play the other two, and we and we right. like him and I, but we like. 
kill them or whatever, and then we'd have to decide like who was gonna die of one of us, and then like we get pissed off at each other or something like that, and then like actually starting to fight, yeah, and like oh you <laughs> kill me a- asshole, like, yeah. what the hell's going on? What the heck? Like, what's, I don't know. It's a game. I'm sorry, dude. I thought we were supposed to do this, dude. Now. It's in the maps on that thing were so fucking awesome. I, I just remember the like the floating castle. Mm-hmm. I don't know what exact map that was, but like it, mm, like that is just. And you can pick up like different tools, like all the, bats all the, and stuff yep. like that, and like sledgehammers. All and the items. It's so fucking awesome. I that, I think that's probably objectively my favorite one too. Yeah. But if I had to say a different one, I'd probably go with because Star Wars games are so fucking fun too. On that Pod thing. Racer, yeah, dude, Pod Racer was <laughs> oh, the only good thing to come, come out of Episode One. <laughs> now that's Pod Racing. <laughs> well, that, like that's the thing. Like finally, something good came out of Star Wars Episode One. I know, dude. No if you want to think about it, it, is ridiculous how fucking fun that game is. The the like it seems. I mean, that scene is the best scene in in that oh, movie. It's the reason you watch that exactly. movie. Exactly, really, right? and and like it's uh the it feels it, and it looks like. Like like they're floating and and like when you hit something it just kind of like jerks yeah. a little bit. It's it I don't know if it's like a, just a rip off of another engine of sure. kind of the same like uh, uh, flying mechanism that they use, but it is yeah. so much fun. Uh, that's I guess that's one of them. But uh, Golden Eye is d- definitely up there. I loved uh, Doom. Oh. Doom <laughs> Doom sixty four. I forgot like, all about Doom because it was originally computers, right? The originally computers, but the one like I think they just kind of did the same game, but just on this console, but updated the graphics a little bit. You you would imagine uh, just shooting games, dude. So yeah. much fucking fun, just yeah. like monsters. And I remember actually kind of a, a weird tangent uh, that me and my friend Nate, who lived in my neighborhood, we would play that game. On, on his Nintendo 64 and just mess around on that the whole day. And then, like, we would create characters for ourselves or, like, give ourselves, like, character names uh, and make up our own game. And then we would go play that together, like, <laughs> like get, like, fake guns and go outside and stuff. Um, but then I remember, like, we would play. There's a lot of gunplay in your childhood. Yeah, there's there. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I like them. They're fun. <laughs> But I remember one one day I w- we were like it, we always played in his basement because that's where like his his domain was. Um, that we we played Smash Brothers and he he was like I'm I'm Kirby or something like that. I'm like that's great, dude. I'm Link and I jumped down. I jumped from like the top stair on down. Yeah. But I was too tall. And as I jumped, I said Link and I hit my head <laughs> on the ceiling. And that's the first concussion I had. <laughs> and I think that's why the way I am. Uh, Mike, what was your favorite game? <laughs> Link! Yeah, it was exactly that. <laughs> Link! How old I, were and you? And then I woke up on the ground. How old were you? Oh, man. 11, 12. <laughs> did, did you or did you not have a trench coat on? <laughs> And when you fell for the stairs, did it float down like Morpheus? That's what I. That's probably what I was going for. <laughs> White socks, black clothes. <laughs> he took his shoes off without the jacket. Oh, I love. It. Whenever we get into the nostalgia stuff, we always make fun of each other. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. All right, Sean. 
I only got a couple more. I, <laughs> Mike, tell us about your favorite games. Right, so there's only two we haven't talked about. Uh, uh, remember Wave Race? I just don't yes. like reality. <laughs> I was trying to bring it back. I'm sorry. I was trying to help you. Wave Race. Okay. I well, like jet skis. Yeah, it was man, like yeah. a jet ski game. Wave Race 64, right? Wave Race 64 yeah. was good. I and. Uh, 1080 snowboarding. Yes, 100%. Yes, that nice. was one of the first game, very similar to the Tony Hawks, <laughs> yeah. where you could just like, they can't do this in real life, no, but no. I can just hit all these buttons and it'll go. Probably one of the most like like exciting but also frustrating games it because was. it's like it was just absolute chance if you if you did the right button combo. You weren't at the trying right to time. do right. You were just hitting buttons. You're just kind of like, oh, why didn't you do that? <laughs> Constantly restarting at the top of the hill because you missed one thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed those games quite a bit. Dude, they were great. Excite Bike was another one just like they uh, Wave it, Race. Right? Yeah, they did Excite Bike 64. Couldn't you play the old Excite Bike though yes, too? So that was, was like, one of the first engines to ever go, hey, here's your nostalgia. Yeah. We're going to bring, we're going to let you true. play the old one exactly. but also the new one. It's like, yeah, you can do this and then uh, it, because you're getting your ass kicked at the, our game, yep. you can go back and play the uh, old one. Like, <laughs> see if you can do any better. We would also, me and my friend Jordan, uh, we had NFL Blitz oh, 2000. Yes. Dude, it's... Dude, Blitz. That is still so much fun. I think that's so, like the best football game to ever be yeah. created. I mean, I'm not like a huge fan of Madden, and I'm sure there, it has its followers and, followers and everything like that, but that is just so ridiculous and fun like it's nailing people and and like after the after the play's done you can just like fucking elbow drop them and yeah. shit it is too much fun <laughs> that so so that game nfl blitz and then uh super smash brothers i used to work at a daycare with two other friends of mine yeah uh, while we were while we were trying to make music and play shows and tour the country our our job was to uh, before before and after school program at a daycare <laughs> molding minds yeah and part perfect, of it, especially, for the job. yeah, especially because like on the days where it was like, oh, it's raining, it's snowing, we aren't going outside, we're not doing this, not doing. We had a Nintendo sixty four, yes. and there's basically we would sit there and let the kids kind of take turns and see. Well, like if you can beat me, then you can. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you guys are like cracking course lights and just like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, look, I'll play one-handed. This is how bad you are. Like, you suck. We're literally like sitting there eating apple dippers, Cheez-Its, and chicken nuggets <laughs> with the kids. Fruit by the foot. <laughs> Fruit by the foot. Ring pops. And we're just playing N64 with them. And we <laughs> we would mess with them so bad. <laughs> and we Because we'd, we'd always fake them out. We'd always like kind of let them do it. And then we'd just murk them. And you'd <laughs> give them the, the controller with, yeah. with where the toggle was <laughs> yeah. like all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you suck at this. This is true. <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened, man. That's crazy. Well, give me that controller. He's like, all right. And then, then somebody beat him with this <laughs> controller. It was pretty great. I mean, we're playing against like eight-year-olds. Like eight-year-olds. Ten-year-olds. <laughs> ten-year-olds that are just like, well, God. Oh. And, we, and then we'd, get, we'd tell them, like, don't get mad. Okay. <laughs> tell your parents. Yeah, don't get mad. Hey, don't use that language. You want to go to the corner? Like, you, want, you want nap time right now? You, you guys remember that that scene in Grandma's Boy when it's like, all right, who wants to play the champ? Yep, that was basically it. It was basically I was <laughs> that guy. I was that guy in Super Smash Brothers, and and our friend Nick Nick's was that guy. To- in in uh in, yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you uh coincidentally our friend Nick Nick Barrett was the guy who played Blitz and yeah, just dude. owned him the whole time. 
It's very funny. Oh, any other so, games you want to talk about? Dude, there's maybe like a hundred freaking games like I could think of or, and like or talk about. But I, I would I would say um Pilot Wings was one of them. You've got like Clay Fighter, you've got all these different games that are like way more low-key, mm-hmm. I would say. Um uh, even like Donkey Kong, remember yeah, the Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong World Country? Um, they had Star Star Fox, Star yeah, Fox, huge. One, they man. basically were able to take some staples and make them better. Yeah, because yeah. we talked about that in our Super Nintendo Sega ones that Donkey Kong Country was like this big deal, but it was towards the end of that run. Yeah. So then right. they were able to like go, nope, we can make it even better and True. take it into N sixty four. Yeah. I remember Star Wars Rogue Squadron. We could actually yes. like fly X wings and and Tie fighters and stuff like that. Like that was super fucking awesome to be able to just do that. And yeah. like whether whether you were playing someone or not, you could just fly around yeah. and do whatever. That was super fun. I will say one of my like fondest like childhood memories was like my it was the first time my brothers and I stayed home for New Year's Eve and my parents went out to a party but we didn't have a babysitter my brother Dave was old enough Hell to watch yeah. us right Perfect. and we and this is before we had a Nintendo 64 but we rented it from Mr. Movies and we were able to rent that and we played we we rented uh Pilot Wings um, I believe it was Mario Kart and and it was also Cruisin' USA. Yeah, yeah, Cruisin' USA, man, we would play that game endlessly. Do you think that was an adaptation from the arcade or that the arcade took that game? Good I'm, question. I, I think that, the arcade was probably first. Probably. Right? It, it would have to be, right? Because Cruisin' USA was supposed to be an initial release game. Oh. But but Nintendo was not satisfied with where it was at. Okay, so I bet it was so from they, the arcade. So they scratched it and gave it a later release. Interesting. Yeah. Look at those fuckers. So, but that was definitely one of my fondest memories was like, man, we just had pop, we ordered pizza, we were playing video games. Right. It was awesome. You don't play this you don't play this Nintendo 64 without having <laughs> like nowadays like whiskey like Cedar Ridge whiskey or some beer and, and some pizza but back in the day pizza and surge yeah. fucking surge surge baby <laughs> just code red <laughs> keeping those parents up all night there's about a hundred games I could talk about but we'll just never get to them no. all so yeah. yeah well my final thoughts on the N64 I truly think that the N64 is the pinnacle of nostalgia versus playability because mm-hmm. like i will go back and play sega and yeah. nintendo 8-bit and it's like the nostalgia overload is unreal but right. it's wild but man. like you get bored it gets quick. old after yeah. a while the n64 is still playable to this day very much so. and it and it kills the nostalgia game because of how long ago it was so i i think it's one of the better systems to ever be made yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we're ranking these. <laughs> uh, I, I would, I would have to give it an eight point nine. Okay, uh, I, I agree with you. There's, there's a point of playability. So more, more recently, uh, I. I got a Switch, a Nintendo Switch. Yep. They've actually made it available now to go back and play not only Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, and now they're adding in Nintendo 64 Damn. games that you can go back and play on a Nintendo I Switch. A Switch. It's the reason I bought it. Road trips will never be the same. Yeah, and, and so now they're adding to this library of games that you can play. And I completely agree with you. There's just a level of like replayability, especially in those games that came out a little bit later in the whole yep. its time frame. Conquer's Bad Fur Day, yeah, dude. and like uh, you know Tony Hawk and all these games, and you can really replay them and enjoy them rather than being having that nostalgia blip like on Super Nintendo yeah, or like, six. Pretty cool. Okay, it's never like, mind. It's like cool. Now I remember why I don't play this anymore. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. I still, I, I it's the opposite with 64. It's great, man. 
I agree. Hell yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, tune in next Wednesday. We'll jump back into our full-blown movie reviews. We got OG Batman. Yeah, dude. From 1989. It's coming to you. It's coming right at you. And then uh, we let we finally started a thing where we let our top-tier Patreons, we let them literally take the wheel. Yeah. And whatever, whatever movie they vote on and choose is the one we do. And That's they right. chose The Mummy. Woo! I think that's a pretty good choice. I think I'm actually really excited <laughs> I for this. Lo- I, 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 I know it's written down somewhere in our collective notes, but I'm hearing it for the first time, and I'm very, very fucking excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're hearing that that's the movie? Yes. Yes, okay, cool. I'm sure we've had conversations like throughout like yeah. the weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I forgot about all that. <laughs> Scari- I'm really excited. Scariest movie poster of all time. Yeah. I agree. Crazy. Literally Z. terrifying. I can't wait. <laughs> so uh, so please, obviously, subscribe. Tune in every Wednesday when we release our, our episodes. If you're just joining us, we try to let you know about like some old episodes. Maybe you haven't gone all the way back yeah. a year ago in history you can go back and hear us talk about teenage mutant ninja turtles i would i would definitely recommend would that highly that was recommend awesome episode so yeah. much fun that was a very fun episode. one of my favorite eras we, we were just covering ninja movies you yeah. know we're doing yeah. the we second like, one <laughs> yeah exactly we did like four ninja movies in a <laughs> yeah, row it's great <laughs> three ninjas ninja <laughs> karate, turtles, karate, karate kid, kid blank check <laughs> son of a bitch you got it in there <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Please stay in touch with us by following on all of our social media platforms at Confused Breakfast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and Confused Be Fast on Twitter. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice right now. Also, we have merch. You know you want to rep the Confused Breakfast in public. Mugs, stickers, shirts, all kinds of goodies. Go to confusedbreakfast.com for a direct link. And don't forget about our voicemail number 319 804 95 96. Links to everything you could ever need from us are in the show notes or at confusedbreakfast.com. This includes a way to follow all of us individually in our personal projects that we want you to check out. Mission of the day, tell your friends about us. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.